And we're back. <laughs> and it started fast because Kenna pushed the record button. So welcome. Wanting to play on the iPad. <laughs> and we're back to Let's Meet Up. Let's Meet Up. My name's Wit. <laughs> this is Jay. She wants to meet up. She wants to meet up. Yes. She wants to meet up she with us to get this talk. shit started. So let's do it. Dive right in. Dive yeah. right in. We got some good topics today. Whoa. <laughs> oh, McKenna. That part, like, sometimes I wish that we had like some sort of live we like, should do video a live. Yeah. going on because we will laugh randomly at times because Kenna almost fell off Wit's lap <laughs> and we both just started buzzing up laughing because Kenna's arms just went <laughs> up and out. And we laugh because we're that great of people. And y'all would have laughed too, I think. We got to do a Facebook Live or something yeah. one time that we record. Maybe when we're ready. Like yeah. if you saw us both right now, you'd be like, these bitches. No wonder they do podcasts. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they say they have a long day. It's not like they do anything with themselves. It's not like they do anything at all what the with fuck themselves. What are they complaining about? <laughs> Seriously, my hair's probably been the same for days. Just up in a bun. Mine's actually done. I it's slept cute. like this. <laughs> she woke up like that. It's like a half braid yeah, on the top. It's, cute. it's like a little elf braid. Elf braid. That's it. I I don't know why when I did it, it reminded me of, <laughs> of an um, elf, like Lord of the Rings. Oh, elves. okay. And they had like the tiny little braids on the side and the big one. That I goes was down. thinking like Santa Claus elf. I'm like, I don't <laughs> know what you mean by it, elf maybe on braid. those like Tim Allen movies. Those little tiny oh, little yes. elf bitches. I think they had this little braid. Those elf bitches. <laughs> but I think it's because they're ten. <laughs> I think it's a ten year old. Those little braid. elf bitches had some braids. <laughs> Elf bitches season. Oh, man. coming up. Bring on I those never little elves. elf bitches on the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> I never do those because they scare the shit out of me. Yeah. A little elf. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Mm-mm. do them either mostly because I'm like, that is one more step in a day that. I can't remember that I'm at the like, end of the night I to move it. I love these children, but I didn't have an elf on the shelf. Guys, I love you, but. And not for Kenneth's Not ears. enough for this. I learned that Santa wasn't real just as quickly as everyone else. I learned I it in second in grade. Third grade. Second grade, yeah. Because I saw my mom putting the presents under the tree, and I was like, what? I think I found what are you art. doing? I'm like such a nosy little creeper. Oh, I creeped all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anything's hidden, I'll find it. <laughs> if I know it's hidden. We're like the FBI. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. That's a warning, Nick and Wes. <laughs> We're the FBI. Only I ain't looking for Jack did. <laughs> Me either. I'm, like, I'm not nervous do about Do what nothing. you gotta do. I don't care. Yeah, it's funny because, like, relationship-wise, I don't get jealous, really. I don't find myself jealous. But I think it's because they would be so uh, worried about what I was doing, so then I felt uneasy. Like, why are you worried about me? I'm the most innocent person, and I would never hurt you. It's because they're doing something. They are doing something wrong, right? Like, I've just always thought if they have wandering eyes, Mm -hmm. then go get it. You know what I mean? Like if I don't yeah. have what you have, then if I don't have what you want, then that's fine. Then go for it. Move on. Just you know tell me I mean? about it just first. Let a bitch know. Yeah. Just don't cheat. Yeah. We're way off topic. Yeah, because <laughs> that's not <laughs> where we were going today. Okay. Anyway, that was a intro. We got everything out we needed to. Yeah. And now, and don't kid yourself. We've been talking for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. About random. We just shit. didn't turn on the pod. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about everything. This is usually what happens. Get off topic. I'm yeah. sure they've been able to hear that by now. Have you? Have you guys heard that? <laughs> Dr. Seuss <laughs> lives in a booth. <laughs> it happens. <Put> your... <laughs> I'm not even going to get started. Oh, no. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. 
what we are going to talk about serious today, though. Yeah, like, today a little bit. We've just been wanting to do some topics about shit that we've experienced in our life. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's why we wanted to start the podcast, just in general. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like a therapy session or like a complaining session, but more of like um, us trying to grow and figure ourselves out as well as like, I don't know, maybe you guys are going through something too. And yeah. Maybe the, it's the exact same thing. We're just Somebody here to help. can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but today we're talking about medication, mm-hmm. I think is going to be the big umbrella. Mm-hmm. And under that um, postpartum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then endometriosis on yeah. my side. So, because I've never had kids, so I've never experienced the postpartum depression or the failings anything or anything related. Yeah, yeah, like things that you just aren't told as a woman going into having a baby, as well no. as like having a baby and then what to expect yeah. and the insanity you just of your get life thereafter. Thrown into it, and you're just supposed to like deal. Yeah, I feel like postpartum. So I guess I'll go into that and. It'll all lead back to, to like, medication, medication and everything. And Utah yeah. is huge on it. Happy Valley. It me right? Nuts. Like, that's literally why Provo's called Happy Valley. Yeah. Everyone's on fucking something. Something. From 12 years old up. It's mm-hmm. damaging and it's so sad. It is sad. I bet that I could walk, like, go to the freaking BYU campus and buy more pills than I could any other drug and you would Probably. still find every other drug at that fucking and campus. it wouldn't be like they were doing something bad they were helping you out mm-hmm. that's how they're looking yep. at it or a tab yeah or it's take some of this percocets or it's valium or whatever fuck. Any um, of it. adderall adderall it's Which, huge i took adderall in high school i've already mentioned Not something like, about it on one podcast it, right but because people like to take it yeah and in my case it was girls lose weight uh, and so it was like that um, stigma tied into it. My cousin's girlfriend, who just had a baby, she just checked herself into rehab for Adderall. Fuck yeah. Like, Damn. And you have to wonder, like, she just had a baby. And, yeah, like, she's trying to keep There's up so with so much pressure. Like, yeah. Shit. So, I know. Hope she's doing great. My aunt just let it. me know the other day about it. I support it that and, shit, though. Like, yeah. Not Adderall, obviously. I support, like, someone seeing that, okay. I have I an issue. have an issue. I have a problem, and we've got to fucking put these big girl pants on. Yeah. And take care of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to take care of this shit. Totally. And my thing, like, after having kids and stuff, I know that, well, like, okay, so you have your kid, and obviously your emotions are all over the place because your hormones are all over the place. Yeah. And... You Your don't body sleep just forever. Extremely traumatic. The, yeah, <laughs> and you don't sleep at all towards the end of your pregnancy because you're just uncomfortable. You mm-hmm. can't wait for that baby to get out. But then the baby comes out. You don't sleep even more because they have to feed. <laughs> that sounds like an animal. They have but to it's feed true. every two hours. But we're fucking mammals. You know, right? like mammals. Yeah. Yes, we are mammals. <laughs> <laughs> Warm blooded. Learn that in biology. Yeah. Um, Me too. Once and it's long gone since then. <laughs> <laughs> we have. We don't know anything about it now. But. You're just so tired going into it, <laughs> and then you're tired after it, and then you just don't, like, how can you function is the main word. Do you find it's more of a new normal? Like, you never really go back to being no. feeling normal, feeling right, or like, quote, yeah. unquote, normal. It's, you're now accepting this new way yeah. of life. Like, it just is what it is. And even when you get sleep, like, 
I call it mom sleep now. Like you, you might be asleep, but you wake up to every little sound. Like I don't remember sleeping as sound as I used to before kids. It's like ever, you're asleep with your I've eyes wide fucking open. Yeah. And your mind's just <laughs> always like, where are the kids? Are ears, they okay? Is the baby your, alive? Yeah. You know, like, whoa. All your senses are constant. Yeah. Like, constant. There's zero rest. Yeah. And I just think after having babies with all the emotions and everything, and then you're tired, and we all know how important like sleep is for your body to function. Mm-hmm. Then you go to your and doctor. For, like, new moms wanting to lose weight. Yeah. Right? I look at it on like the fitness Sleeping side has to and like, help. the body functioning side. Mm-hmm. Just for like your digestive system to work, your fucking muscles and things to be lubricated, sleep. Yeah. And your muscle or your brain is your biggest muscle. To and function. it literally functions off of sleep and yeah. sugar. Not shit sugar, but right. sugar. The good sugars. Yeah. You're exhausted and you go to like a doctor's appointment and you mention that like, I just feel so tired and I feel so like emotional Mm -hmm. and half the time they're like, oh, we should watch that and then put you on medication if it gets too far. Depression. And it's like, this is depression. Hold up. Hold up. Because this is where I have an issue. This is like where I've thought about postpartum depression. Is it a thing? Yes. I'm sure that people really do have like those baby blues and it's a really hard time for them. They can't get out of bed. And I get that, but I also think, is it just a label that they've thrown on being tired and being a new mom? Is it just an easy thing to say? Yeah, like so they can put you on something. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, after having Skylar, I was 21 years old, and I went from being drunk all the time and partying to being a mom. And then I didn't even know who I was. Right. And then now you're a mom. And, and it's you're like, 21. Like, holy shit. A female shoot. at 21 years old, there's... So much to learn. Yeah. I am 28 years old, and I feel like there's so much that I have yet to learn, but I feel way more awake than I was when I was 21, yeah. 22, when I first yeah. met Nick. So to think, to have a child a then, and just how much growth I've gone through, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. So, it's a, it's that's a, crazy. I mean, it's a big change, and then you, I mean, you have that nine months of being pregnant to think about it. Prepare for that, yeah. But... There's not really any preparation for being a mom for the first time. And you have like 21 years old and your friends haven't had babies. You know what I mean? Nobody's had, well, maybe some, you know what I mean? The ones that got married at 18. Your friends aren't talking about that freaking mucus plug that we were talking about. (laughs) Trigger warning. Trigger. We're talking about some creepy shit in here. (laughs) But it's Nobody tells you about the mucus plug. Nobody tells you about that. And that shit is creepy. Like that shit is disgusting. Yes. And no one tells you that's going to fall out of you and it's normal. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody talks about it. No one tells you that, like, after you have your baby, to poop is the scariest fucking thing of your Seriously. life. Like, Especially if you have a C-section. scary. I thought I was yeah. going to burst you my think those things are like, burst. staples, but they take out your staples before you go. Yeah, or they're dissolvable. Yeah. A lot of um, hospitals yeah. do dissolvable staples now, which is fucking crazy in itself. It Technology is crazy. is amazing. It's insane. Modern medicine But it is. And But then you're also like, if I don't poop... Yeah, then I'm I got gonna some have shit to going have on. another baby in a minute, <laughs> in like a couple days, <laughs> and I don't want to oh. go through that shit again. Or if uh. like they sew you up down there, yeah. Like if you rip while you're giving birth and you have to poop after that, like Scary. fuck that. The thought of I that luckily, gives me extreme anxiety. Like, oh. But I've told you, if you rub like mayonnaise down there, or yeah, what's the other thing? Because these are all things my midwife told me, and yeah. I. Ripped. Yogurt. Wasn't it like Greek yogurt or something? Greek yogurt. No, you told me that for like... Oh, for... Um, like yeast infections, right? You're supposed to put right? it on your tampon and put it yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Greek yogurt. So, <laughs> probiotics and shit. 
some info for you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Life facts we up in shit. Medication. <laughs> um, what else was it? I can't remember. Some kind of oil uh, that my midwife was like, rub it down there every day so you don't tear. And I was Skylar, my first baby. He was 7 pounds, 12 ounces. Good. I was almost 9 pounds. That was That's a insane. big ass baby. But I only ripped a half of a millimeter, and a millimeter is already tiny. Get it, They girl. didn't even have to sew me. Nice. So, sorry, Bill, if you're listening to this podcast. That's okay. It's all about women. He had a daughter. That's true. He has a wife who's had a daughter. True. <laughs> so. It's amazing, like. It's crazy. Just women. Yeah. Play such a huge role in. Society. Life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Everything. It's weird that you create We're a baby. powerhouses. Yes. We really are. But yeah. then, like, men, it's sad that men aren't allowed to be, like, like the nurturing, the, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. because they have to be these hard men that don't cry, that go to work every day, that mm-hmm. come back with all the money, that, you and know what I mean? And, but they're yeah. when in reality, like, women, especially when they're being this powerhouse, growing another human, they need nurturing. They aren't, yeah. they can't, we can't nurture ourselves. We need no. nurturing from them, and too, I and it's like society has totally rubbed that off of men. They have. Like they can't. They have to just be tough. And yeah. I think that um, once you have a baby, too, like, it's almost just expected that you know what you're doing, and you're a woman, and yeah. you know how to nurture, you know how to take care, and you know how to just be, right? Well, that's learned. Yeah. That's learned. It's learned for sure, because having Skylar... And I'll, like, even with Skylar, I guess I was working and going to school a lot. And so I feel like I missed out on a lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. I still got to experience, you know, like, all the fun things. I was there when he first walked and first crawled and talked. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I remember, like, at 21, going to work and everyone would be like, we're going out afterwards. And there were nights that I was like, yes, I want to go out so bad. Mm-hmm. But then there were nights that I was like, I just want to go home to my baby. There's nothing I want more. Than I don't to want home. to go out. Yeah. And it was a weird mix of feelings. Like, Did you listen to both sides? Yeah. I went out a couple times, but anytime I went out, I always felt guilty. You just find yourself thinking about your baby. Yeah. Is I just wanted fine? to go home. Is he good? Yeah. He, you know? And it's hard. I mean, I guess when you're pregnant, you hear all these stories like... If you do this, your baby's going to be this way. If you do this, your baby's going to be this way. And you read all these books, and, like, everyone tells you all the, I don't know, they'll tell you the good stuff. They'll tell you the bad stuff. I've told you that everyone was, like, the second your baby pops out, you're going to have this just crazy connection. Right. And you're going to know everything. I don't know if I've already talked about this on the podcast, but with Skylar, I didn't feel like, of course, I loved my baby. Right. But I did not feel like this instant connection that that. I knew everything right no and then I was like down on myself because I'm like where is that why don't I feel Mm -hmm. what everyone has told me I'm gonna feel right away but then I I remember like I don't know maybe like a week or two into it then I felt it like and then I was like listening to my mother's intuition which is a real thing yes I will that's huge and then I felt like okay there it is and I was just expecting it to like him to pop out and like Instantly, I know everything about him, and mm-hmm. I could do everything because I'm his mom. You know, like. Yeah. But I felt That's like crazy, yeah. I felt weaker because I couldn't breastfeed. I tried with all my might to breastfeed Skylar and McKenna, and I my couldn't. Mom didn't either. Like no. literally, all of us as babies were formula. And it's fed. not horrible. And I was told so many times how bad it would be for my child. 
So then I was scared for that. I did an epidural with my first. Look at this baby's thighs. I know, right? She is fine. She's voluptuous and she's everything. (laughs) She's fine. Yeah. And it's scary when you breastfeed because you don't know how much your kids are getting. And that's another, that is another topic I'm going to go into real quick with like postpartum. Because I was telling you about this the other day. Yeah, go into like your just experience with the postpartum mm-hmm. and the medication part of that side yeah. and the like and everything coming into your room and all of that. Okay, so well, I'll start with like after having my kids, we'll talk about like medication first because they push that shit like crazy on you in the hospital. Like, oh, you should probably take a Percocet because you're gonna be in a lot of pain, especially having McKenna uh, C-section. Mm-hmm. They just kept pushing it on me, and I kept saying, I don't want it. I will be fine with an 800 ibuprofen. That's what I did with my first. And they're like, oh, you've never had a C-section, though. And and it was huge, and I didn't want to take it because I know what they do to me. Like, right. they make me tired. I cannot stay awake. I can't function on that stuff. They give me the worst freaking nightmares ever. See, the and I haven't nightmares. experienced nightmares, but I cannot stay awake for the <clears> life <throat> of me. Like, I, I can't function. And I kept telling them, I don't want to take it. I don't want to take it. I don't want to take it. And finally... This one nurse was like, I really think that you should take this pill. So, I mean, you've never had a C-section before. And she, like, mm-hmm. convinced me. She had Wes convinced. Like, babe, just take it because I don't want to see you in pain. Because he saw me in a lot of pain. But that's a lot of convincing. Before McKenna. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. a lot of coming in the room. I think you should. I think you should. Yeah, Five, it was probably, like, the times. fifth time. And finally I was like, fine. Give me a freaking Percocet. Chew it, chew it, chew it. <laughs> like a freaking creep. <laughs> but then I couldn't stay awake. I was trying to breastfeed McKenna in the hospital, and I was passing out. And you're like, this is what I hate. And I finally said, Wes, you need to take McKenna because I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to, like, drop her because yeah. I can't function. I did not want this. I was so mad. And my midwife came in, and I was like, they gave me a Percocet. And she's like, that's not on your medication list. I didn't put it in there because I know you hate them. And I was like, well, they made me take it. They thought I was going to die or something without it. And I'm yeah. fine. Like, I handle pain. Like, it hurts. Well. Yes. I will tell you. Surgery with my C-section, hurts. I didn't feel a thing afterwards until we were driving home and going over bumps. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it still like wasn't that bad. And standing up up and down the stairs. But that's a few was days Was a little after. bit. Yeah. But then, like. But I had already days, walked around the hospital. Ten days after, you were. Good. Fine. Like, I was with you the first yeah. week. You yeah. know what I mean? I came over every morning. Yeah. I would come over and, like, help you with whatever you're doing. Yeah. For the day. But, like, after tried. three days, four days, mm-hmm. you were up and doing your thing. And I was yeah. just here making sure that you could walk and, I was and everything fine. was good. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's, like, the first part of it. And they're trying to shove this stuff down you. And you already know that you're going to be going through shit. Like, mm-hmm. so then you, like, you leave the hospital. You come home. And... If, if you're trying to breastfeed, you're sitting for hours, like, and you just feel stuck to a couch, can't do anything because you're trying to feed this baby, and you're trying mm-hmm. to make sure that they're getting enough, and then if they're still crying, then you after you've tried hungry. both boobs, then you're like, I guess I need to get a bottle, because you buy bottles just in case, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're stuck longer feeding them. Like, I literally went crazy thinking that I, like, just sitting, just sitting all the time, because yeah. I went from, like... Well, Skyler, going, going, going as a bartender up to, like, two weeks before I had him. Mm-hmm. And then I get home from the hospital, and you just sit, and you feed, and you try and the other boob, and, and try the other boob, and you try the other boob. And you're just sitting, and you're trying to sleep, yeah, but you won't. but you can't. And you're going stir-crazy in this yeah. fucking house. 
well and everyone tells you like you should fill this you should fill this you know try and do this try you know you have all that going through your mind and then I couldn't breastfeed so then I was like bummed yeah because everyone had told me guilty about it was the worst thing to give your child a bottle so then I'm sad because I can't do it so I have to give him a bottle and then I start feeling bad because all that time that I was trying to feed him, I was starving. You feel like I was just starving my child for those six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Then you're like sad about that. And then, all right, so now you're like trying to feed him. And then to stay awake, I was looking at Facebook mm-hmm. while I'm awake feeding him, trying to stay awake. Because it's the middle of the night. Yeah, it's like <laughs> two in the morning, sometimes earlier, you know. And then you're looking at Facebook, and you're trying to, like, keep up with your social aspect of life through Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Because now you're just, like, a mom, and you're sitting, doing nothing. you find yourself comparing, though? More of, like, trying to keep up with everyone's lives? I didn't until I had McKenna, which is weird. Maybe it's because I was younger, and I was just in a whole different place with Skylar. And social media was new. Yeah. Ish. Ish. You know what I mean? Like... I had just gotten it in high school. But... I just remember, like, talking to old friends on there, and everyone was so excited, and it was like, oh, my gosh, I'm showing off my baby. I can talk mm-hmm. about him, you know, like. True. And then um, my mom will say that I did go through postpartum depression. She thinks that I had a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I did. And okay. I don't know, because the thing is, is I can find myself in a depressive state now. Like, I texted you last night, and I was like, I've been in this funk. I need to get out of it. Like, I can usually catch myself. And even though, like, maybe after having a baby, maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't realize it. Maybe hormones are everywhere. And there's so many different feelings that you're not able to, like, pick one in particular. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably, I mean, you're all over the place. You're tired. You're hungry. You feel fat still. Like, I, for some reason, thought that my stomach would just be gone. After I had a baby. That too. Like I it would just like disappear back that. to normal. And I was like, why is this all still here? Right. I remember like looking at it like, go down. Hello. Like Baby's like out. a balloon. Like yeah. once you pop it, it goes like flat. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to happen because I got in like the best shape of my life right before Skylar. Yeah. But it didn't happen. Um, and I, I feel like as a mom, you have all those thoughts going through your mind. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait until my six week mark so I can work out. Do this, do this, but then the baby doesn't want you to work out. Like no. and you're still going to you have to find appointments a, like every a new week, schedule every other week. Yeah, you know what I mean. Six like, week checkup, and then they give you the okay to work you're out. Still waking and, up every other hour in the night. Yes, and and that's hell. At six weeks, you're still doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think people realize that it's not just a couple weeks. No, it's not just two weeks. It's in. a while. And people will post, "Oh my gosh, my baby slept through the night." Maybe that's one night. Yeah. But the rest of the nights following aren't going to be the same. Well, and you don't sleep through the night when your baby sleeps through the night no, for the first time because you're used to waking up. No. Yeah. At this point, but you've gone fourteen yeah, days. Of, it's crazy. Yeah. I can't explain the feelings, and I don't. And my thing was is we I imagine lived, that you're you feel like you're trapped in this vortex. It could be fourteen days, but it feels like fourteen months. Feels like forever. Or it could be fourteen months. The days and it go feels long. Like years right you know what I mean yeah. like who knows it's weird it they're weird feelings we lived with we all so I had moved back in with my mom when I got pregnant with Skylar my brother had moved back in with my mom and his two kids and his wife and she was pregnant with me yeah so we were both pregnant we both both brought home new babies to that house right. hers came first and I saw how her kids were with that brand new baby mm-hmm. and her kids were 
terrifying. Okay. Okay. And I have never like had a baby in my life. Yes. Touching him all over the place, jumping over him. And where she's on her third kid and is like, nah, whatever, he's going to live. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't know how to bring my baby into this world. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was terrifying. I literally was so scared to bring Skylar home. So we were in a three-bedroom, like, condo up in Eagle Mountain. And I would stay back in my room. I'd come out to get food and I'd go right back in Is there. that when your mom said that you were depressed? Yeah. Okay. And for me, I'm like, I don't feel like I was depressed. I was terrified to have those children around my baby. <laughs> yeah, terrified. Because it was my first baby. Yeah. And I'm like, they're going to hit his head. He's going to die. And because I was like. Stupid ass kids upstairs. <laughs> I <laughs> was <laughs> running. They're not stupid ass kids. No, they're beautiful they're children. They're cute. Yes, and I just them. was like so but overprotective. It was, yeah, it's that. It literally is. She's on her third. And I was on my first. And you're on your first. And she's chill, and I'm scared as fuck. you're on your first baby, and that binky falls out of his mouth onto the floor, you boil that shit. You make sure there's nothing on it. Mm -hmm. You have to get that shit all the way off. He could be bawling, (laughs) but it doesn't matter. You're not going to put that infested piece of shit binky back into his mouth after it fell on the carpet and got some hair on it. For hours. On that third... You suck that hair right off. You put that thing right back in the baby's mouth. Shoot, I'm on my second, and I just give it you to her. You stopped crying. She had a rock yesterday. Like eight the other day. It? Yep. Swallowed it. Yep. Oh. Wes was watching Came her. Out? She had two rocks, and the one she spit out, and the other one she swallowed. The other one is. Gonna I come haven't out found soon a rock enough. yet, so hopefully it comes out soon enough. But yeah, I think I was just terrified. For my child's life, my mom. Anything that happened with Skylar, my mom would get home, and I'd be like, "We have to go to the emergency room." We have to go to the emergency room, and she was like, I think he's going to be fine, but she would take me because I would be freaking out. Yeah. And I think that's also, like, Because at now that point, she couldn't tell you anything. No, it had to be a doctor. because I was freaking out. It yep. had to be a doctor. And <laughs> they don't tell you that it goes from, like, worrying about yourself all the time. You know that you're worrying about another one now, but the feelings of that child's life is in your hands now. Like, yeah. you're the only thing that can keep that child alive. And then it's not about you anymore. Yeah. And everyone's so excited for that new baby. Nobody gives. There's a shit no about attention your on the mom liver. anymore. Chopped no liver. Which is great. That's how you want it. But at the same time, you're kind of like somebody. Tell me I look cute Hello. today. Somebody tell me I look like I've lost this baby weight. Somebody <laughs> tell me that I'm doing fine and I'm gonna make it. Yeah. You know, like. But nobody does. They're all just like, look at that baby. They're growing so big, and you're just like in the background. And I think that's Dead behind different. the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like. Shit. Uh, yeah, you know why he looks that cute today? Because of me. Yeah. You know why? Because I actually Her hair's done today, him. it's because of me. Yeah. Kenna looks better than me on a daily basis because I get her ready. And I don't get myself ready. I just, because like... getting her ready is now taking over the time. Well, and getting myself ready... To get yourself ready. If I try and get ready, Kenna's in my face. So if I go upstairs and try and get ready, <laughs> she's running in circles and I don't want her to fall down the stairs. Right. So there's, like... I'm not getting ready. Or she's in brother's room shoving whatever she can in her mouth. And who knows what's on that floor. And if I sit downstairs with like a mirror and try and get ready, she's in my face trying to get ready as well with all of my makeup. So it's just like a no-win situation. So I just, uh, yeah, she's talking about it. She's like, wait, Mom. And for me, getting ready has always made me, that's just like who... That's, like, part of what That's I am. That's what you like. Yeah. yeah like, I like to get ready. I like better. to do my hair. And now there's just, like, Kenna's too crazy for mm-hmm. it. So my husband comes home, and I'm like, hey, still and in jammies. I find that shit a nuisance, which is why people think I'm a lesbian. Getting ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'm like, I have to go to work. I have to brush my hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
My grandma mm-hmm. used to always say... When I had a desk job, that shit sucked. I had to, like, wear to get heels ready. and get dressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't this do is this. a waste of money. I'll, like, I really think to, for myself. I know yeah. a lot of women don't think this way. I think makeup is a waste of money. Like, it's it so hard for me to buy foundation, mm-hmm. like mascara, K. Yeah. Highlighter, K. <laughs> Other than that, I'm fucking good. Like... I found I a website that has cheap makeup, and that's the only place I'll buy it from. Is it nice? Yeah. Um, I get, like, palettes from there. BH Cosmetics. BH Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Women, BH Cosmetics. Uh, they're cruelty-free. They don't test on animals. Color. And they're cheap. I can get, like, a palette of eyeshadow, which is, like, a million colors, for, I don't know, 10 bucks. They always have a sell. Sometimes it's even cheaper uh, than that. Really? I've just never been the one to be able to go spend, like, 50 bucks on a palette from Ulta. Yeah. See, Especially because can't. guess who ruins all my palettes of makeup? McKenna. This Uh-oh. beauty. Yep. You? McKenna does it. She'll stick her fingers in it if I keep it out and just scratch the shit out of all of it until it's gone. <laughs> dig, 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 dig. So then I'm like, why am I going to go spend 50 bucks on makeup that's going to get ruined by a child? BH Cosmetics. BH Cosmetics. Cheap. They always have sales. Always. If you're looking for a place that I shop, Eddie Bauer. <laughs> Jamie and I are a little different. I'm just digging myself <laughs> further into that. Jamie doesn't have kids yet, so. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, postpartum depression. It's real. Sure, it's, it's real. real. I've heard girls say that they can't get out of bed. Right. And To help and take care of that I baby. I can't like, imagine that because I've never experienced that. I understand medication. Like, I get that it helps. Yes. Like, right now, I feel like there's been such a push against medication that mm-hmm. people are like, don't take it, don't take it, don't take it. Yeah. That now, the, like, there's a lot of people so. who feel like they need to stand up and they're being brave. Mm-hmm. I hate that term. Wow, you're so brave. You didn't take anything. It's not that you're brave. It's just that you're doing what you want with your life. So do it. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, but they're like feeling like they need to explain why that they why they are on medication. Mm-hmm. I take it because it helps, because yep. it changed my life, because I was in this hole and I couldn't get myself out and I tried counseling and I tried yeah. these things and whatever. I tried eating better. I tried yeah. exercising. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there's a list of things to do beforehand and I understand that medication helps a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of situations, especially here in Utah, where it's, just a Band-Aid. Just like, take the medication. It literally is. Take Don't this, try anything shove else. it down your throat. It's expensive, but I think your insurance will pay for it. Mm-hmm. And doctors Should make be covered, a shit ton of money. And you'll feel better. Pharmaceuticals make a shit They make ton a lot of, of money. money. And like you said, like if it helps a person, I'm all for it. Yes, if I you literally have tried everything and you still feel like shit, get some medication because yeah. nobody should feel that way. Right. My anxiety like got so bad... After I had Skylar and I was going to school uh-huh. and working, that I decided to talk to my doctor about anxiety medication. And right. she said, let's try it. And I was scared because I don't do well with medication. My body just doesn't like it. Right. And so I tried it. And the medication that I was taking, all I wanted to do was sleep on it. And then if I took the other stuff. So I had Zoloft for anxiety. Okay. And Xanax for emergency situations. Mm -hmm. So if I felt like a panic attack was coming on, I should take a Xanax, right? Right. I took a Xanax once before a huge test that I had to take in school. Okay. And all I wanted to do was fall asleep, and I got the worst headache ever. Damn. And I couldn't even concentrate on my test. And then when I came home from school, 
and I was taking that medication, all I wanted to do was sleep, and I couldn't be a mom. Yeah. And I finally was like, forget it. I'm just going to figure this out. I'm just going to feel This medication anxious. doesn't work for me. Like, And I don't do well with medication. My body does not handle any medicine yeah. well. No matter what I've taken. Like, I just don't do well with it. And I think that's the difference. Like, if someone needs it and it makes them feel better, then go for it. Means, yeah. But like, I just... If you like you said, I feel it like benefits you. Yeah. Yes. I feel like doctors I'm just use it. it as a band aid. Like, oh, yeah. you're feeling this way. Here's some depression medication. Just take it. And I've heard a lot of people have issues with depression medication mm-hmm. or pain medication because it takes away the pain and then it also like puts them into this almost like high state sometimes. Like this euphoric. Yeah. And I. So then people I, want more of that. It's probably euphoric because the pain goes away. Yeah. Like this chronic pain that they live with for every fucking day, every hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can't sleep. And I think of that too because I couldn't imagine. Well, I can. Part of me can imagine like what that chronic pain is like. Yeah. Like your dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like pain all the time. And if mm-hmm. it's not in one spot, if it's not in your knee, it's in your back. And if it's not in your back, it's in your neck. And if it's not in your yeah. neck, it's in your fucking hands. It's in your legs. It's somewhere or, else. you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and if you can't keep control of it, I understand taking enough medication to feel no pain yeah. has to feel euphoric. It yeah. has to feel like, good. Like, finally, I, I feel that. good. Yeah. Like, and shit, part of me even supports that. Where yeah. I'm like, please do that. Please do that so you are out of pain. Fuck. So that you feel fine for one minute. Like... And I think Take a bite. it can, like, a lot of it is physical, Sorry, talk to right? Like, we see yeah. that, like, physical where the pain is happening. Yes. Um, but pain can be mental. Yeah. Like, people are hurting mentally. Well, yeah. And mental illness is fucking real. And but I think that sometimes... A lot of factors tie into that, whether it's religion, whether mm-hmm. it's your environment, the way that you grew up. Um what your parents went through, so therefore yeah. their things bleed onto you and yeah. you carry those things through your life. Like, all of that ties into, like, this mental fuck-up, you know? Well, and then I feel like sometimes the medication that you're on adds it to worse. it. Yes. Like, it makes everything else that's worse. That's the part that I get scared of. Like, yeah. That's the part where, um, like, for my endometriosis, yeah. I haven't been fully, um, what's the word? diagnosed with endometriosis because they haven't done the surgery to yeah. go in and look and at check things out, scrape shit out. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I went through this cancer scare. What mm-hmm. was that? Like three, three years, four years ago? ago. Yeah. Probably three years ago. Cause yeah. I, it was when I met Nick, yeah. it had just started. Like things were just starting. Just getting bad. And I would go in, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but I would go into my doctor and I would get parts of my, um, uterus clipped out like literal fingernail clippers clip out a piece of skin get it tested every four weeks um four to six weeks go in and get another one you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it just kept getting worse yeah and then there were like my doctor had said something along the lines of like all of this seems far away now and in the moment like in the doctor's appointments and doing so many of them like I had to take Nick because there was just so much information that I couldn't hear. You're like, I have no idea what you're it saying. It would just go straight over yeah. my head, and I knew it was important. Mm-hmm. I knew that, like, I'm like, I need to be listening to all of this or taking notes or something, but it's so fucking much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they had said, like, that it, like, what I was going through was common in women from 24 to 26 or 
23 to 26. Okay. And that your body would sometimes correct itself. Um, and that it would get worse before it gets better. And that that wasn't where the pain was coming from. That cancer isn't okay. painful until you get to a certain spot. When it's right? bad and irreversible. Right. Pretty where much. All, where, yeah. You can't where take you care can't, of it. Yeah. You can't get past it. Right. Then it starts to hurt. And then you, that's, when, that's usually when people notice is the problem. Because mm-hmm. the pain comes. Nothing else is different, right? April. Right. Yeah. And so, and that's what this was, is they had a scale from one to three, or one to four, excuse me. Um, and I sat at the three. Like, when they first tested it, I was at three. Okay. And so they would test it every couple weeks. If I hit four, that's when treatments needed to start. Okay. Um, I did hit four. I was 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, three years ago, I was 25. And... They were like, we're going to keep testing you just as regularly without mm-hmm. going into any treatments because um, we think that your body might cre- correct it might itself. Correct we're going to let it, we're going to figure it out, yeah. right? Um, and that's actually when I started smoking weed, if I'm being real. Yeah. Like, that's when I started consuming CBD, helps with the THC, not only, like, because I was in so much pain. And she's mm-hmm. like, this... It's not causing pain. So pain is coming from somewhere else, which mm-hmm. we need to figure out, right? Right. That's when they started looking at uh, Crohn's disease, looking at endometriosis, looking just like at all sorts of digestive yeah. and stomach-related issues. Because mm-hmm. I've already had my gallbladder taken out and my appendix taken out. Jeez. So they knew that it wasn't those two like things. Like those things are out. Yeah. Dang. I've had issues with my stomach since I was young. I That's had my crazy. appendix out when I was nine, my gallbladder out when I was 16. Dang. So... Um, and cysts removed mm-hmm. most of my life, like from cysts when I started painful, my though, period. Aren't they? Like, yeah, first, like in the first handful of months, I think I've had cysts from then on. That's crazy. And they are painful. those are painful. Holy shit! Yeah, and a lot of them are small enough that you have to wait for them to just burst, Ugh. and then your body flushes it out. Uh huh. Um, some of mine were so big that they're like, if that bursts, then it's gonna send too much toxic shit through your body Dang. and it won't be able to flush it out quick enough. Like, and if it gets to the bloodstream, you're fucked. Yeah. You know? So yeah, all That's sorts crazy. of weird, like yeah. my body fights against itself. It mm-hmm. seems. Um, but anyway, so in that process, my body did heal itself mm-hmm. from all of the uterine and cervical stuff. Yeah. But the endometriosis stayed and that's where they're like, that's where we almost guarantee that you're, that's where you got um, the pain, the pain. Is coming from. And so some months it's really bad. Some months it's not even tolerable. Yeah. Some months yeah. I don't even know it's there. Like last month or my last, this last period was mm-hmm. so easy. That's good. I felt nothing. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but I honestly think that it's that like the medication, green stuff, the medication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the medicine that water. I've been choosing to take because There are so many circumstances where women, especially with endometriosis, because Mm -hmm. it's not curable. Yeah. No cure to it. They just throw Band-Aids on it. They give you pain medication. Band-Aids or pills. And then you get hooked to that. Then you have a whole other issue. And your body starts to become immune. So it can become immune to one thing. Then your doctor will start giving you another on top of. Yep. Right? And then usually you have to get some sort of blocker so that those two medications don't Don't interact interact. and freak each other out. And before you know it, you're on seven different fucking yeah. pain medications, so taking crazy six, seven, eight a day. Mm-hmm. Like, that is insane to me. If I all of a sudden just took a handful of pills yeah. that say, like, a girl my same age, my same weight size, my same diagnosis. Yeah. If I took 
a handful of her pills, I could fucking die. Yeah. Like. You could. It's insane. And not only does it not cure or help your endometriosis at all, but it, it, it creates like. Yeah, different mental issues yeah. and mental health issues is what I should say. Not mental yeah. issues, but mental health issues. Yeah. And if you're trying to have a baby. That could affect and, the, you having a baby. A lot of like articles, a lot of. We know that um, from experience. Yeah. Like a lot of people say, or a lot of doctors have said that pregnancy mm-hmm. can eliminate endometriosis. Your body oh, really? will literally like flip Reverse itself around. Or whatever. Like, oh shit, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I will say that pregnancy has made my periods. Ten times better. Really? Yeah. Like pain-wise? And I've heard it opposite before. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard someone when they're like, I, my periods got so bad after I had kids. Mine... And maybe your first couple are fucking weird. Yeah. You know what I mean, but... Well, yeah, they're just off. Yeah. Uh, um, I've done Nuvering. We've talked about We talked about the last <laughs> one. We know. Um, <laughs> I did that... You do Nuvering <laughs> half the month when it's not on the fucking When it floor. stays inside. <laughs> um, but when I started on that... My midwife was like, this will help get your periods periods more regular mm-hmm. because you put it in for three weeks, take it out for a week, right? And that's what they wanted to helped. do for my endometriosis was put me on birth control yeah. to, like, regulate some of these periods and see, like, if I was on a track, mm-hmm. if it would help. Yeah. That shit made me crazy. See, like, and, and I'm already crazy, but I'm so sensitive to birth hormones control. and, like, that's another that kind thing of thing. That I'm so sensitive to that. need to talk about because it helped me. Like, Nuvering helped me after I had Skylar. Yeah. That's crazy. And McKenna. Like, my periods, I barely get cramps. I'll tell you when I get cramps, it's the night before I start, Mm -hmm. and I get a horrible headache. That's what you're saying. Like, always, but... Mine have not been, like, heavy as they used to be. Like, I used to have the worst periods. Seven days of period. Like, literally a week of bleeding, like they talk about. Yeah. And I used to, like, bleed through. I In middle school, I had to call my mom to come get me, like, more than... Ten times in a year. Sister. Kelsey had, they were and maybe so bad. still has, the worst, like, heavy freaking periods. Mine are yeah. three days. Now I mine use, are, like, four I days, five days. I throw a super in there so it can be in there for a couple yeah. hours, four hours. See? You know what I mean? Five hours, four hours. I don't even think that's healthy, but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not going to pull that shit don't out do dry. Don't do it, Ever yeah. done that? Uh, that yeah. shit sucks. Feels like you're pulling out all your fucking innards. Well, <sighs> I'll tell you. That just made me dry. And I think <laughs> you <laughs> That made me so dry. I don't ever want to do it again. Anyway, I can't. I can't do tampons. My whole life, I've tried because it gives you. I get bladder infections. I get UTI infections so bad. Super easy. So then I'm like, it's not worth it to throw a tampon in there because then I'm ten times more miserable. Yeah. So I just have to wear those dang diapers. Yeah. I'm gonna call them diapers. Mm -hmm. You get a bigger one when you have babies. So you may as well get the they're ones not you just so bad. Right on. <laughs> right? Might as well get some poise. Um, yeah, my periods have been better from kids. It's nice. Not that I have thought. Like maybe, maybe it'll be better. Like when Nick and I, if we decide to have one, I'm like, shit. It might solve all my issues, but I yeah. don't want to use that either. Because no. what if it doesn't? And then have one baby up. And then you're like, fine. And my insanity is down. Or my sanity is down. But maybe you have that one baby, and then you have to have uh, a hysterectomy. True. You know, like, but you have that one baby. Because during all the cancer scare, like, that was one of the things. That they talked about. We. And not to scare you. That's one of my options. Yeah. Like, you have this option. Mm -hmm. And I've been told since I, no shit, was nine years old. That I wouldn't be having kids or that I would need to adopt or go through some sort That's of, um, 
shit. No, and be infertility. Yeah, infertility. Infertility. I'm Both of us. <laughs> and in. I'm going to In vitro. Out, is that the same thing? Out. Yeah. In vitro. Something in vitro. Or IVF. Email us. <laughs> and there's anyway, no more than we do. But that's a whole different freaking road. Yeah. Like freezing your eggs and. Excuse me, that was gross. Kind of just farted. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> she looks up she the first laughs. time she's looked at us all morning Seriously. and laughs. Um, but yeah, and that's a whole different road. Yeah, that's thousands. You have to at least 20, try first if you want of dollars. Like baby, that's a freaking insane. That's a lot, and it's crazy. But when my brain automatically goes to like, there's so many babies that need love that you could adopt. That I'm like, I know. I'll spend the same amount of money think, for a baby that's already here. I think some people just want to experience being pregnant. Some women want to experience being pregnant. Having that baby. Yeah. Um, I get that. I kind of get it, but I like totally having a pregnancy like Kenna's, it sucks balls. Yeah. And See, and I've sucking balls is great, so I don't know why I say <laughs> that. Fun, but right? Not always. <laughs> but not when it's a pregnancy that sucks. Yeah. Um, I've just always thought like women's don't push bodies are so amazing that I feel like fucking blessed to be a woman. Yeah. To be like so. What's the word? It almost feels like an honor. I know that sounds so dumb, but really, it's I'm not like, dumb. it really is an honor the for fact me that, that my body every month yeah. on the fucking clock, on the dial, goes with the Knows moon. Knows what it's doing. I'm sorry. I'm lined up with the fucking moon. It's my moon cycle. <laughs> my Capricorn moon cycle. And oh, but really, man. like, this shit's so Sad. wild to me. And every month, it's preparing to make a human body. Yeah. Without well, my acknowledgement, without and with, like with any a of human my body, health. it creates another organ for your body to mm-hmm. feed that human body inside of you. So crazy. That's weird. And then your body literally just feeds that baby and mm-hmm. takes care of it and does everything for that baby until it can do it on its own. That's weird. Like and quite literally, till it's out and can do it on its own. There, it's weird because they start to feed it, breathing, it, love it <laughs> inside your stomach. So they start, like, using their lungs, and they swallow, like, the amniotic fluid, and that's how they start everything. So that's weird, because then they come out, and you can't put them underwater, because then they choke. Yeah. But it's like that first breath of air makes it so your lungs are like, oh, yeah. It's weird. I did a lot of reading while I was pregnant about pregnancy. So that's why I'm like, I would love to have a child just because, like, that experience is... Like holy to me, I it's think like it's a superpower. Amazing. It's yeah. better than any superpower. It's fucking you amazing. create a human, yeah. Like, and your body just knows what the fuck to do. Yeah, <laughs> and so most cool. of the time it can handle it. Yeah, uh, my pregnancy with McKenna was ten times worse than Skylar, but I made it through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kenna's pretty great now, I guess. But then, before you have kids, this is kind of going on topic, but you talked about it a little bit with birth control. Yeah. That's another medication that, like, you want your daughter or whoever to take, right? You want them to be safe. You want them to not get pregnant until they're ready. Right. Or you yourself, you know, I don't want a kid right now, so I'm going to take birth control. But like you said, it made you crazy. Like, messed with my shit so bad. My niece has had issues with birth control. Yeah. Before I did, it was a pill, so I forget exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. But that one, like, had higher... um, Hormones? Yeah. What is it? Estrogen, I believe. Is it higher estrogen? Yeah. Something like that. Higher estrogen, lower testosterone. Okay. And I think I'm naturally higher testosterone than I am, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird. This is totally off topic, but Nick and I were talking (laughs) because he's Native American. Okay. And he had read this article about how 
like Native Americans way, 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 way back in the day had seven different gender types mm -hmm. where it would be like woman, woman, man, mm -hmm. man, man, woman. Okay. Man, man, woman, woman. Something like, like yeah. it was like all these different like ones, like seven different ones, right? Okay. And I fell under the man, woman. <laughs> okay. One where okay. it's like, and you would probably fall under woman, man. <laughs> You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. you are more, but yeah. Anyway, hopefully y'all yeah. get that. I'm not going to go deeper into We're that. We're not going to read deep. the article, so I right. don't know like the exact exactly. right. But I fell under like that man woman part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they had transgender, they had um, gay, uh -huh. lesbian, but it was just it. labeled this just labeled, labeled differently. As something else, right? But it yeah. was all the same shit, which really just shows that it's normal. Yeah. It's normal. Anyway. All of us are normal. It's true. Whether you are a man and like a man, whether you're a woman like a woman, whether you're a woman who's now a man who likes a woman, it's all normal. Who yeah. gives a shit? Whatever. Don't let somebody talk you out of whatever the fuck you're doing. No. Do you? Maybe let them talk you out of what kind of birth control you're going to be taking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let them tell you about a mucus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, Lord. and so... This, like, the pill was... Thanks for bringing me totally back no, to the topic. I appreciate ah. that because <laughs> I didn't remember where I was. Um, but the pill I was taking was higher estrogen. Okay. Nuvering is like lower estrogen, off. which is probably why it goes very well My midwife you. always puts me on the lowest of hormones yeah. because I told her... I still felt fucking crazy. I know that I'm hormonal. I know that I'm weird to, like, already. bleed it all out. Not, like, really bleed it all but, out, but, like, for my body to, like, flush that shit out. Yeah. I was, the thing is, though... Any birth control... Women in general are already hormonal, crazy human beings mm -hmm. because your body goes through so much to create a baby or not create a baby every month. Like, right. either way, you're going through hormonal shit totally. that a man doesn't go through. Totally. And they don't understand. They're just kind of like, sit back and watch the roller coaster ride happen. Yeah, like, like oh, really, we're good and we're bad and we're back to good and we're bad. to understand. <laughs> no. They're like... Oh, we're funny. This is oh shit. You're crying. oh we're crying. Oh shit. What did I do? What did I say? Oh no no no. It's funny. Oh. You're laughing. Okay. You're hungry. Got yes, it. Hungry. Okay. I can do that. Tired. I can help you. What you're are you sore. eating? You don't know. Got it. Okay. I'll figure it out. I'm so I'll decide. Here. Oh no. You want to decide? Got it. You're craving something. You tell what me what you it? want, but you don't know what you want. But I don't know what you and want. And then after about three weeks, I'm like, bitch, what do you want? <laughs> and then you're better. Yeah. And then by then, and then you're you over it. You fed yourself and you're yeah. fine. You took a bath. How to shower beer. Everything's happy. Oh, see, one's frosting. You have to finish this one first. Yeah, so, and the fact that we're already so hormonal, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> they're like, girl is here, so take this hormonal birth Not control when to help things out. Yeah. But really, it's just going to add more hormones into your body. My poor niece is trying to find a birth control that works for her. And really, there are thousands. Like, I'm There's serious. a million there you could try. thousands. And you hear bad about every single one of them. I would probably say, like, 5,000. Maybe less. Yeah. But it's not that you, like, hear bad about every one of them. It's, you hear it affected the bad someone different. Yeah. And there are thousands of birth controls. There is one out for everyone. I know. That is real. I believe that. Mm -hmm. And I also believe that birth control is good. It is good. And that you just have to like good take your time to find it. Yeah. My niece had that implant on in her arm. Unfortunately, yeah. One of my friends and did. And she it was, was the miserable. Best thing she's ever See? had. <laughs> she See? Best I bet miserable. She's still on it. No, Cassidy, she got it. Listening? She Are you got still it. on it? Oh, Cassidy. Cassandra, yeah. my niece, got hers taken out. 
because she was like in the hospital twice and she, I she's thinking that that's what it was related to because she's never been like that sick. Yeah. I don't think I've ever I've never seen her go to a hospital for being sick. Yeah. Like she's just been miserable. So she got it taken out. She's trying the Nuva Ring again. Nuva Ring I had good I've luck the Sandra. best about. You know, I love I've it. The most good about. I'm not sure. good at taking pills. Like I've already Neither. said, yeah. I don't do well with pills. My body doesn't like, like them, the and I forget of like taking them. And yeah. I'm not good like my husband. He gets up and takes his men's health pill. And if you forget to take day. your birth pill or your birth pill, your birth yeah. control, you're pregnant. Or you're taking two the next day, and that's probably more <laughs> yeah. difficult on your body. And or you're taking four in a day, right? and that's like Plan B. Probably when you don't really need one. <laughs> you're just <laughs> getting rid of the baby yeah. that you almost made. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Birth control, yes, I support it. I Planned also, Parenthood, I love them because when I couldn't afford it or when I, like, yeah, just couldn't afford it, I yeah. could go to Planned Parenthood and they don't charge you if you can't pay for it. Like, maneuvering was 20 bucks and they're like, can you pay it today? And if I couldn't, then they're like, okay. Yeah. Just pay if you can next time. Totally. And it Seriously, saved me from getting pregnant. I really so many believe times. that that's how it should be. I also believe should. that tampons should be fucking free. Tampons, I, birth control, really, like, everything. Or that there was, I bet that there is, like a monthly subscription. You mm-hmm. want to know what I would love and I've always wanted to start it? If any of you fuckers steal this idea, I'm going to freak out because I want to do it. Let's do I it. I want to do a monthly shit. subscription. Okay. A um, period box. Yes. Like your period pack Let's is what I would it. call it. Your monthly period pack. It gives you enough tampons for your period. Obviously, chocolate. Like, you <laughs> fill things out. Yeah, yeah. like it does chocolate, like, what do a you bath like? bomb. Like mm-hmm. you could do CBD bath oh, bombs. Yes. Um, yeah, chocolate tampons or pads if you can't yeah. do yeah. tampons. And it would be like the best quality of it. You know what I mean? Environmental, environmentally yes. friendly. Yes. Because Let that, those things melt in the ground. Can you imagine how many tampons women flush every month? You're not supposed to flush them. It ruins your toilet. Even after they're bloody? Yes. Like, I'm not throwing that shit in the trash. You have to. I don't. You're going to ruin your plumbing. Don't care. Oh, shit. They should be environmentally <laughs> friendly. But, see, that's the point that I'm getting at, though. You know what I mean? Like, yes. It's all in it should be able plastic. to be flushed. It's all wrapped in plastic. Yes. All of that shit has to go into the trash. And it's something that women Ow. live with. And it's yeah. not going away. No. I bought four boxes of tampons, like big ones. Nick's like, you don't need all of those. And I looked at I'll him go and through I was like, two in a month. I'm going to be using all of these. My period's never going, like, it is going away someday. But I'm like, I, it Not really, for a while. It's ridiculous to me that it's just something that every female body is going through. Yeah. We pay way too much for way too tampons. Much. They're so expensive. Shit's expensive. It's so expensive. Especially the good ones. We have to have. Yes. Same with bras. They make it mandatory. God damn it. 50 bucks a bra. But it's 60 fucking dollars. And it's uncomfortable as shit. Yeah. Damn wire. So let's, like, get our shit together. Literally, since I've had Kenna, I have worn sports bras for most of the That's time. That's my life. Because those... That's all I wear. Or nothing. Wires <laughs> hurt. And you gain weight from having babies. And Surprise. it's unhealthy for your breasts. It hurts them. Like, it's unhealthy for you to have wires there and have yes. constant pressure and your boobs to be in a certain spot. Whatever. Yes. Whatever. Sports bras, same thing. Um, might as well just go yeah. free period pack I want to start it maybe this podcast will be the starter of that and get sponsors for it that'd be awesome yeah. um, no no but yeah Don't. so I forget where we were going exactly we were talking about birth control yeah medications and like it just affects people differently and yeah and hopefully but, you know like yeah like when I was doing my endometriosis stuff my 
doctor, Dr. Abear. She's mm-hmm. so awesome. She's so awesome. You're um, awesome, doctor. She's the one that when I came in after 10 months mm-hmm. of those tests every four weeks, every six weeks, like no shit. It went on for, I think, 16 it's months, crazy. 14 months. Yeah. And towards the end, like 10 months, she's like, what, do you, what have you been doing? Like your tests are coming back different. Oh. And I was like. Weed. Um, like, don't get mad I was at me, but weed. And I really was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you this, but yeah. I've, I've only changed one thing. And she was trying to get me to go to pain specialists. Okay. Um, and she would refer me to really good ones, and I yeah. just never went. Like, yeah. And I would go back, and she's like, Did you go and see him? I'm like, No. Did you go and see him? No, I've been busy. No, I've been busy. But reality yeah. was, I didn't want to be you put don't on pills. I want to go put on pain medication. I didn't. And I knew, I know scary my shit personality. That happens with it. Like, I know. That I'm tough. I know that I can get through shit mentally, yeah. physically. Um, if I'm a bit Hell depressed, yeah. I'm like you. I feel like I can point that out. I'm yeah. like, okay, I need to go a different Snap direction. Or it. sometimes I'm even like, I need to bask in this and I need mm-hmm. to see where it's coming from. Yeah, like why am I upset? Yeah. Why am I getting I this I need way? to like live in this for a minute. Yeah. And then, but I also think that that's like the process of digging yourself out. It's healthy. Is To let yourself wear down for from. a little minute and yeah. like question and figure it out. Because if you just like erase it, like, like, try not to think happen. about it. It's coming back. Isn't it come back the it's next week back. or sooner? Yep. It's coming That's back when that trigger comes back. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I told her, I'm like, I have changed one thing, and it's I smoke weed every day that I feel pain. Yeah. And in those days, it was 15, 20 days a month. Mm-hmm. Like, And so that's why I'm like, I can understand, like, that chronic. Yeah, the pain. And having zero answers for it, having zero medicine that's actually going to help you. I can't say zero because weed literally has changed the way that my body has responded to all of it. Like she's like, your blood is different. Mm -hmm. And if that's the only thing that you've changed, I can't prescribe it to you, but I'm going to tell you to keep doing what you've been doing. Yeah. Because if it is helping you like live your life better on Mm -hmm. the day to day and it's helping like clearly your body, like your body is changing. Yeah. Um, and in the last 10 months or, and you've been smoking for two months, like I think it really had been eight weeks. Yeah. The last time I had smoked was in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be a freaking stoner 20 year old. <laughs> but now I'm like, yes, I am. Like, but it does help. Because literally it's changed my fucking life. Yeah. Like it really has changed my life. And I, um, soon after that, it was every six months. And now I'm every year I go back and I check and, um, endometriosis stuff is still real, but yeah. all that cervical I can say has gone away, but who knows it may flare up. It may, it's something that I have to check every year. Cause I yeah. know it's something that my body deals with. Yeah. That my body has had yeah. before and mm-hmm. it could comfortably go back to that, you know? Yeah. Um, my dad being a Vietnam vet and he, Became a diabetic from the Agent Orange that they sprayed the plants in Vietnam. So they didn't have gas masks. Got into his liver and gave him diabetes. And he and what suffers did they spray from pain. That for? So they could flatten all the plants. It would like kill okay. off the plants so they could see where they were going better. Oh, I see you. So okay. they sprayed that on everything. It would flatten it. Agent Orange. Agent Orange. And it got in his liver and he became a diabetic from that. So when he got back from Vietnam years later. Mm-hmm. But it's affected his feet. Like, he has no filling in his fingers. All from Vietnam. At one point, he was in so much pain, they had him on morphine. Morphine. That's what they were giving me when I would go into the hospital. Um, 
Yeah, but his is at home. His is like in tablet form. Yeah. Right? Like straight it up. was. <laughs> so crazy. he was he was taking that morphine and then they found something else and instantly took him off of it. He wanted to kill himself. He had a gun, he was ready to like end his life yeah, because he felt like such so shit getting hard. off that, yeah. that morphine. But I will say Fuck. when we were in Apparently we could only record sixty minutes at a time. This is a long podcast, so we're still learning. It's our first day. It's our first day. <laughs> so I'll finish off where I was going with. While we were in Oregon, my dad went to the dispensaries and got like gummy bears and these little raspberry snacking things. Okay. And the guys were so nice from there. They were so excited to help a vet out. They gave him a discount. That's like they so were nice. awesome to him. It's amazing. And he, they helped him attend. He barely had to take insulin. Of course, it probably could have been like sea level. Right. I think it's better for my dad, yeah. Sea level, it's got to be. It'd be so nice for him to move out there. It would. He would feel so much better. And it's like. We could visit. Just be able to go down (laughs) the street, get your medicine from a place where people are treating you well. Mm -hmm. They're not there to like steal from you and right. we didn't even have this conversation no. before right. we literally i think talked for like 30 more minutes on top of and then we realized yeah anyway <laughs> we're just gonna cover what we recording thought we'd... <laughs> um but yeah like just to be able to go down the street get his medicine and mm-hmm. then come home and he could do it himself because he's actually he can actually move and be treated well and for be it. treated well and the VA... feel better in your day-to-day life like that's the point it's true the VA does not take care of their veterans no, like they should. They and do I think not. it's because there's so many of them. They really don't. And but I don't know if that part was on the I know, recording it might before. Have been. But they really don't take not. care of them. And there are so many of them that are, their ailments are because they served for us. Yeah. Because they served for this country. Because they gave a, a big piece of their life to go and make sure that we're safe at home. And in that, they get hurt. They get PTSD. They get... <clears throat> diabetes. Yeah, my diabetes. dad would have never been a diabetic, probably. I guarantee that. Because no one, I don't think anyone in his family is. Maybe, maybe, if any Not of the Iats sure. listen and you're diabetic, let Email me know. Us. Because I, <laughs> um, I know on my mom's side, it was like her and her brother, my uncle Dave, yeah. was diabetic. And I think my uncle Larry now has a little bit of it or is like pre diabetic. So I know it runs in the family on my mom's side, but I don't think it does on my dad's. But anyway. But, yeah, but it's like, also led to, like, his feet issues and his hands. Like, he has no feeling. It's totally. led to his back stuff. Just for him to call a place that won't call back for weeks. Yeah. And weeks. When he needs a new prescription and then, filled. Yep. And they'll call back when they need to fill that prescription, mm-hmm. when they need to make money off of him. And then they'll double that prescription, double the dose, and they're literally killing off our veterans, killing off our fucking children. And I shouldn't insulin? say our fucking children. Insulin for my like dad that, but is... Like, $4,000 a month if he doesn't have insurance. Holy shit. And it's keeping him alive. Yes. Like, it's keeping him alive. Yes. That is such a fucking joke. He had a lapse in his insurance. Something went on with his insurance. And they literally were like, well, if you need your insulin, better pay Fuck for him. it. Like, they just... $4,000 you expect someone to come up with? Come on. That's a lot. Insulin should be free. If it's some tampon, Something that it keeps you free. alive... Yeah. Yes. If it's something that you have zero control over, mm-hmm. there should at least be help. You know what I mean? Or a dispensary that's going to give you the natural Especially stuff. in his case, it's where it's like Agent Orange. Yeah. yeah. There should be help. Like, yeah. Because that was given to him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah, like the VA should be way better with that. They should. <clears throat> There's but so many veterans dying a day. I don't know the exact number, but... It's a lot. It's a lot. It's too much. It's too many. Too many. Let me and say it the correct way. And like going back to like it's our kids, many. there are too many children dying yes. because they are on medication, medication that they should not and, be on right. or that um, is given too young. Like maybe yeah. maybe they need it, but I'm like, when but a maybe brain they don't. Maybe hasn't you haven't developed tried yet? everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's shit, what maybe I think. You feel like you is. have tried everything, and that's still not the right road yeah. to go down. No. I really don't think in kids. That'll be like the last. The very last thing I do for my kids is put them on medication when they're young. Because yeah. I just think... Uh, there's just, if there's stuff, <laughs> Straight up, every time. <laughs> I don't know if I told oh, the podcast that, did Oh, I? maybe not. No, oh, I don't know. No. I don't know. <clears throat> and, but still, though, with kids, you know, like, I know that some parents are like, nope, this does help. Like, it's everything for them. But really, I think that it has to do with stuff going on at home. How they're being, like, how they are in school. Maybe they're bored or maybe they're too challenged. Like, and you just can't really focus in a public school. There's just so many kids for one teacher to be like, let me move at everyone's level so everyone stays with everything. Because it won't be that way when you have 30 kids in a room. There could be 10 on a whole different page. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they're like, your kid's out of control at school. Well, maybe their home life sucks. Yeah. Or maybe all they do is sit on... An instant gratifying yeah. electronic mm-hmm. all day long at home, but then they go to... They have to focus at school. Yeah, at school, it's not that. Yeah. And I had mentioned earlier, even, like, if our education system changes yeah. to go more with technology, which I guarantee it, it has, right? Like, Skyler plays a math game that he gets, like, points for. Oh, yeah. Dom did that one, too. at home, too, so and it's all linked to his There was one account. where he's like, this is easy, Jay, just play for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and then you get your question, and you're like, what the buggy, fuck is that? Oh, no, she just got 60 points. You're Fractions. welcome, Mommy. What? Yeah, and then I'm like, I don't understand this. I don't want to do this anymore. Decimals? Nah. Let's, <laughs> let's not. Um, I'll fail the class for you. But yeah, like, it's teachers who have way too many students. Yes. And they have two different jobs, so they can support their own family. they're not making enough as a teacher. And live in a passion of raising our next generation. Seriously. So it's like... It all seems a bit twisted. It just all goes back to, like, medications. There's, I mean, yeah, we have, like, this modern medicine and everything, and they're meant to Which, help us. yes. Like, yeah. modern medicine. Fuck uh, yeah. It's always getting better, I believe sometimes that. Sometimes medication, you don't, you can't just throw it at people. You can't just be like, here, I know this was wrong with <clears> you. And I believe that Utah is a fucking pocket. Yes, we talked about Where they about make this. a lot of money. Like, because there's and so that's many why, women having children, and, and so like, many of them are struggling. State. It's not church and no. state, but the church is saying we don't smoke weed. <laughs> the church is saying they did say if you're prescribed it though. <clears throat> excuse me, there are you can smoke there are people it. in you California. Nick has, I believe, Nick has a friend that is prescribed and still goes to church. Yeah. Still has temple recommend. It's prescribed, so how can they be like you yeah. can't do that if you're prescribed it? No. What I think is crazy that freaking like, depression pills or pain pills that it's not. A medical blanket across the United States. I guess yeah. I should have finished my sen- sentence. It's not a medical blanket across the United States. Yeah. It's legal in California, and there are people who are in going Oregon. to church and are going to go to heaven. Yeah. But here in Utah... They're going to go nope. to hell if they do that If shit. they find out that you're smoking weed in your closet, 
your tempo recommends gone, mm-hmm. your, and that's like your livelihood, right? Like if you're in going yeah. to church, if you're going to the LDS church, mm-hmm. your tempo recommends gone, your calling is gone, yep. you're shunned-ish, right? Like yeah. you'll still go to sacrament, but you can't take it. No, and everyone will know you're doing something. Yeah, yeah, and everyone watches that you're not taking sacrament, which means you're repenting for something. Yeah. So it's like... <clears throat> but it's not a bad thing. That's the thing. No. Is it's but it's okay in California, but it's not here. Yeah. And then same, like, just medically, it's okay for doctors to prescribe something that literally is saving someone's life. Right. But not Or here. making someone who has cancer, making Ooh. their life comfortable so they can eat, they can yes. sleep, but they aren't doing it here. And maybe they are now. Yeah. Right? Like, I know that they're doing testing. Corinne on, is going to um, be the first area to grow. Yeah. I saw that today. Cool. Like Very they're cool. starting it, and there's a deadline. So March first is the deadline. So all these places need to hurry and start their growing facilities because mm-hmm. March first is when they're Shit. like. I'll start it in my backyard. Back I got you. Test, right? <laughs> Do it in I'll my try. House. I'll try. I learned this. Too. Um, but yeah, it's just all of that is very twisted to me and very backwards. Like, it is. It's weird how it's okay in one I understand state and not that it's another. Not federal, but I'm like medically. If they know that it's changing lives, saving lives, yeah. if they know that it's a better it alternative okay? to pills, then I don't understand like Which where it really the confusion is lies. Like, yeah, the alternative is one hundred. You don't have better. all the freaking shit, it's mental shit from the, like. Yeah, I agree. Ten times, like a million times, better mm-hmm. than pills. And I guarantee you, there'd be a lot less depression and happening. You can give children very small forms CBD. You mm-hmm. can give children huge forms of CBD and they're yeah. not going to feel any change mentally, right. like any psychedelic. Well, CBD is different than THC, Yeah, I've learned. Which at first I plant. thought it was the same thing and I didn't know. Yeah. So what's I've crazy learned. is like, and obviously I'm not a scientist, I am not a doctor. If right. I, we if like you to didn't pretend. know that before I had to explain it to you, then that's on you. We okay? like to pretend that we are. <laughs> I think I know that the two forms, right, so it comes from the same plant, yes. CBD, um, Focuses cannabinoids, on like right? Pain and stuff, right? We every human has cannabinoids receptors. Dogs, animals have them too. Yeah. Cannabinoid receptors. That's why smoking weed has helped so much with um, uterine, cervic, mm-hmm. because we have more um, cannabinoid receptors in our reproductive system than any other like muscle part in our body, digestive system and reproductive gotcha. system. Okay. Um, which that was in the article and that I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even know. So that's what CBD responds and or that's what CBD our come from, respect, respect. can you get CBD from the male plants too? Cause I know that THC only comes from females. See, I don't know. Like, like the, the buds that get on you that. high only come from female plants because they're the only ones that will grow buds. Right. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder if you could get at least CBD oil from the male plants. I want to say yes. I, I want to say, say that, that it's, it's the plant, it's not the bud. Be, right. 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 Um, you can even get CBD from buds. You can grow straight CBD okay. strands. All like right. there's one called um, Charlotte's Web mm-hmm. that someone grew for children okay. um, with seizures and shit. Oh, and I've seen the videos. Charlotte's Web. It's a very known strand, Help but it's very low in THC. Obviously, there's still some. Yeah. Um, because it is in the plant. Right. But it's very high in CBD. And so, like, they'll make it into droplets, they'll make it into wax, they'll yeah. put it into gummies, like yeah. vitamins, and there's some babies who take it every day. Like, it's literally their medicine, well, and they've gone from 100 seizures to zero. And I'll say... Like, that shit is... Ten times over crazy. that I would give my kids CBD 
over any day of the week. Some kind of chemical medication that the doctor wants to give. Over Tylenol. Yes. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, even we do though, give like, our kids Tylenol. Yes, but that's probably the farthest. And that's I'll normal. Go. Like, but yeah, because like, other than that, I don't want to be putting all this stuff in their freaking body. In their, they're a new. They're car. still growing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're a brand new. All their don't organs touch that are yet. functioning beautifully yeah. as they should. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be the one that fucks that up. Well, and kids, like... But by feeding them shit food, by shoving pills down their mouth, by shoving antibiotics down their throats. And some kids, maybe the pills do help, you know? Yes. And I don't want to bash on that because I know we do have some friends that have kids on, like, ADHD medication. And hopefully we've, like, made it clear that, yes, there are obviously situations, circumstances where medication will be the only thing that helps. Yes. There are certain situations where weed will be the only thing that helps. Yeah. That CBD will be the only thing that and helps. we're not bashing either. Right. Like, you I... You do what you gotta do for your kids. Do what you gotta do and to have a better livelihood. Yes. For you, your children, period. Whole family. Whatever works. I'm not saying smoke crap and bring your kids into it. But at the same time, no I'm saying whatever the fuck works. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> tell me about it. And don't get depressed. And if and your if kids you don't like have teeth, <laughs> get them dentures or something. Listen to our podcast more. Yeah. I feel like we keep it lively. <laughs> Ish. Sometimes long. We talk. Loud. We might have repeated ourselves today. So what happened is the podcast stopped recording because we just found out that at 60 minutes it stops. And we had no idea that that happened. But hopefully we didn't repeat ourselves because we only listened to where it ended. Yeah. Because we wanted to know where we were leaving off. Just to explain that a little bit. Anyway, we're podcast professionals. Yeah, we got that shut down. Just Maybe like if we like everything else before our podcast. Maybe smoke weed every day. Okay. Isn't that I a will. Song? Isn't that a Snoop yeah. Dogg song? Snoop. S N double O P D O double G. Heard it here first, <laughs> bitches. Get it, gangsta. <laughs> and we go well, end on that. Yes, we'll be back next week with more discussion from Wit and Jay. With hopefully direction like we had this week. The people that know everything and are right all the time. The doctors were therapists, friends, <laughs> moms, <laughs> bitches. We everything. We Bye. Bye. <laughs>